Shall we begin? Yeah, did you turn it on? Yes. Is it? Yeah, oh, cool. It's recording. We're rolling. Okay. All right, everyone, <laughs> welcome to episode one of uh, this new podcast, which doesn't have a name yet. Um, we didn't even think about what to name it. We apologize to all the <laughs> listeners for not having a cohesive strategy on launch, but I thought we could get started by introducing ourselves. <laughs> So do you want to go first and uh, let people know what your title is on this podcast, on other podcasts, in other companies, or just whatever whatever you want to do to introduce yourself? I don't know if I'll be able to actually hold that conversation because I'm going to laugh the whole time. Um. Start with the intros <laughs> as discussed. Yeah. Also, make sure when you laugh, you control the volume just the pitch because it's going i'm looking at the bars and it's going up and down i don't want this this is what i don't want i don't want someone to be listening to this while they're cooking a meal and And then then it it just fucking goes super high pitch and then they mess up they put the wrong amount of spices in their (laughs) chicken tikka masala then it's too spicy and then what's the name of it when it breaks or the clippers it clips doesn't it isn't that the word for when, when it goes above the yeah. too high of a pitch. Yeah. I think I it's don't know. I think it's uh clipping. Yeah, that's the word clipping. I think that can be um, a good segue into your title on the other <laughs> podcast. Exactly. <laughs> um what I learned from audio editing in the previous <laughs> Um I guess in terms of introduction my <laughs> So yeah, let's get started now. <laughs> My name is Kami and I I don't even know who I guess I started a podcast with David Gauntland for Rice <laughs> University for the Creativity Everything Lab he has. And that's how I got to learn about audio editing because I had to edit the interviews I was doing for the first time and yeah that's my very bad intro that's good yeah solid stuff (laughs) my name's Rohan I'm a member of the planet earth (laughs) and let's move the fuck on because we spent too much time on this um our first segment here oh my gosh yeah is called Two people who don't read the news react to headlines. <laughs> the two people being you and I. Yeah. We don't generally read the news, so no. I thought it'd be fun yes. to react to some headlines. Yes. So I've I've self I've selected some headlines. <laughs> Is that why you're on your phone this Part morning? Of why oh I was my on gosh. My phone this morning, which brings this whole thing full circle. <laughs> and uh, hope it really hurts. The karma. <laughs> Anyways. Just for people listening no, who don't no, know. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay. This is not relationship therapy podcast. <laughs> this is just a podcast, which doesn't have a name. All right. Headline number one. Mm-hmm. Is it? Oh, this is from some context. CBC News, okay. Ontario. 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 Is it safe to eat takeout <laughs> delivery food during COVID-19 outbreak? Question mark. Experts say take precautions. Any thoughts? We're still gonna get better chicken We're factory. We're still gonna get it. <laughs> so, Whatever you can say. Um, although the tandoor is broken, so we're kind of missing the non. Yeah. So I I did I read the article. What mm-hmm. I found super interesting 
is the precaution that they said that you could take to make sure that you don't have to worry at all. Yeah. Is just reheat the food when it comes to the house. What? Yeah. Really? That's I don't the understand the science. Yeah, that's the recommendation. How does that sanitize something that was cooked not in a sanitary manner? I think the heat kills the virus. Is but the... then it would have been killed already in the first... Oh, no, okay. if the if the virus if someone coughed on it after the food after? was prepared. Okay. Yeah. But the, isn't that what you do with takeout anyway unless you get sushi? No, that's so that's where I wanted to do a follow-up to this segment, okay. to this particular one. Mm-hmm. Best and worst food to order during COVID-19. Oh. Yeah. Cuisines, right. not like specific dishes. So I'm going to take a stab at number 1. I I already started though. Sushi. Is the worst. Yeah. Is the worst, because mm-hmm. you can't reheat that. No. I mean, you could. I don't know. Oh, we could have a little experiment of having warm sushis. Actually. That's, it doesn't sound. Would, but when we have fried, well, when we go to August 8th, we have fried cheese sushis. It's not sushi. It's maki, realistically. Um, that's nice and nice and warm. Mm-hmm. And then teriyaki and all the skewers. That's not really sushi at this yeah, point, is it? that's true. Yeah, no. So. I just, I'm a white person lumping a whole culture into one name. Just so that my brain can work faster. <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't know we would get there with this segment, but we have discovered you are a self-proclaimed racist <laughs> on audio all right um i'd, I'd, we can't I'd post say this. if i go into politics in the next 20 years and then yeah. people find that that's going to be horrible yeah 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 uh so i think the the best course of action here is just make sure you don't go into politics <laughs> um i would say indians number one for best or yeah, worst? Yeah, for best. Because it's okay. so conducive to reheating. Oh, yeah. And then it's also conducive to storing in the fridge. And then it reheats really well after but then the second my, day. My question Sometimes is... Sometimes even better tasting. What, ty- what type of food does is not conducive to being reheated? Uh, something which has a cold and hot element in the same plate. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. So, like, for example, sometimes Lebanese food... The sauces on top are meant to be cold. So yeah, but see, with that, thing? I prefer my sauce to be. Warm. I know, but this is do more. Do you actually? Know? This is more for a regular person. We're talking gen- generic. Actually, no. You know what? Yeah, let's talk specifics. You, you yeah. can you can only speak for yourself. Yeah. So why have an idea of a persona about something that someone likes? Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> next headline this has gone down the trash (laughs) it's all getting cut um zoos across canada okay have decided to bring their inhabitants to your home zoos across canada have decided to bring their inhabitants to your home physically like a physical tiger or physical lion in your house no okay live stream zoos oh yeah well, does the idea of a zoo doesn't make me feel that great? Uh, although I don't know much about it, it just doesn't feel right to see animals in cages. But at the same time, I don't know enough about the topic to have a strong 
opinion. Because maybe they're right. There are positive effects of having animals in zoos. I'd say in general, the line, I don't know enough about the topic to have an opinion, yeah. <laughs> not the best for podcasting. <laughs> I feel like podcasting, but, just go for it. Just yeah. choose a side. But I don't really agree with that. I'd rather okay. be completely honest and open and say I don't mm -hmm. know enough about something because I okay. don't want to... If I can't talk about something, then I just need to preface it that way. Okay, then... that's fair. So what do you think about live stream? I think it's like a Zoom. hostage video. Okay. Because they're trapped. Yeah. And now you're showcasing it to people. Yeah. I think the last missing piece to really take this to the next level yeah. is just hold up a piece of paper in front of them <laughs> and just have them move their mouths. It's have a them full move their hostage mouths? video. Oh, yeah, they're trapped. Oh, I and they're see. like, uh, I'm being forced to say this. <laughs> I'm being recorded in my jail prison cell. Yeah, I think it's really weird. I would personally not watch um, like a turtle live stream turtle. Yeah, I feel like there's enough videos of animals on the internet. I don't know. At the same time, I think about the San Diego Zoo um, and Escondido and how much work they've done to make to help animals and so that's again why I can't say I just don't know enough to be able to have a strong opinion about it okay all right moving on mm -hmm. last headline yeah good news Taco Bell donated one million dollars to aid with childhood hunger and will also be offering free tacos to everyone in America this week okay during COVID-19 mm-hmm that's a interesting, not interesting, um, quite strange action to be doing right now because you're driving a whole lot of people to come to your locations when you're trying to avoid crowds to be formed. Is it because, okay. <laughs> I agree. I think it's an odd. This is, this is, they, overall, it's completely commendable. Just the timing is strange. Um, are they allowed to do it? I guess. I don't know. I didn't read the. I just. This thing? is only the headlines. Okay. We're just focusing on the headlines for the second. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just thought if you're already donating one million dollars to aid with childhood hunger, yeah. The well, next sentence doesn't need to be offering free tacos to everyone in America this week. I feel like. Yeah. The first one already, you're doing good enough stuff. Yeah. Like, I think the Americans point, can live without the free tacos this week. Absolutely. And at this point, it's just... It shows how much of a marketing action that mm -hmm. is. And also, it just... I was like, if you're going to do Americans, why don't the Canadians get some free tacos? <laughs> is there a Taco Bell in Toronto? Yeah. Where? Lots of places. I've never Bloor seen. Street with KFC. Uh, Is there a Taco in, Bell yeah. in Bloor? Yeah, College Park uh, in the Oh, food true, court. yeah, in the basement. Okay. But Bloor Street uh, with KFC. There's like a combination. KFC, Got Taco it. Bell. And yeah, I don't pay attention to it. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> moving on to our next segment. Okay. Any thoughts on that segment out of 10? How would you rate I think, it? I think I like it. Um, I like the Canadian context because that's what we can talk about most. Um, I feel like next time we could do maybe some more specific headlines, mm. like scientific headlines, mm-hmm. um, business headlines. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Our next segment is called Questions from Fake Listeners. <laughs> so okay. a few of our listeners, our fake listeners, have published, submitted some questions for us to answer. And I just thought we'd, uh, we'd help them out and give them some answers. answers. Yeah. Okay. So our first one comes from Kathy. Um, and Kathy said, uh... Wait, what, was, what was the thing? What? What was the Kathy... Com- complaining Kathy. Complaining Kathy. Complaining so that's not, Kathy. Not, not, that, this is a different Kathy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, just just a girl named Kathy. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, uh, Kameen Rohan. Yeah. Really love the podcast. <laughs> One of my favorites out there. Um, especially you, Rohan. You are quite a standout in the podcast. <laughs> and you're funny, and you're nice, and you're smart. And even though I can't see your face because it's a podcast, I feel like you're really good looking. <laughs> Um, and that brings me to my question. Um, during these times with COVID-19 and the quarantine, mm-hmm. I've been really bored at home, mm-hmm. not really knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a high school student in my senior year, um, and can't really see my friends, and that's usually what I used to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any advice for ways I could pass my time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. is, do you want to take a no, step no, at no, that no, question? no, no, no. I, uh, I'm, ca- you... I'm actually curious to hear what you have to say about yeah. that. Um, well, we were both going to say a stab. Okay, okay. Yeah. so... Definitely, during this quarantine, I'm trying to prime my mind to make things as much as possible because I'm trying to find a way to make the constraints work for me mm-hmm. and to take advantage of whatever I have right now in this situation. And actually, it's pushing me to be less... I just have less distractions and I can do more things of the things I know in the long term I want, I want to be doing. So living a more creative life where I make things um, often and then because that momentum builds up and then you when you make one thing you end up making another one and you end up making another one and then that's just the way you live your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I would strongly recommend within the constraints of your home, look at what you have that you can make. Um, so whether it's cutting up magazines and making collages or trying different recipes and making that and because that gives you agency on your situation even if you're indoors most of the time. Solid stuff. Good advice. Good mm-hmm. advice. Um, Kathy, I would say two things for you. One, if you're in America, yeah. I would go to Taco Bell. <laughs> I've heard they're giving out free tacos this week. Uh, so I'd make the most of that situation for sure. Second, if you're a high schooler in your last year of high school, mm-hmm. um, spend some time with your goddamn family. Yeah. Yeah, because you won't be seeing them that much after you go to university. 
assuming you're gonna go out of state and you know i don't know your whole situation kathy yeah i didn't even think about that you're right it's just yeah. other things this is why we give diverse answers you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah you gotta give two sides of the coin <laughs> two pieces of the puzzle <laughs> um anyway spend some time with your fam uh yeah because you won't be seeing them that much and, and just get to know each other better play some board games um don't go drive yourselves crazy mm-hmm. and now i'm realizing that uh we really made it seem like she's a real listener with a real question yeah but no that's really good because <laughs> it makes me think back to that thing maggie ontario said about ultimately it's it's a time where you get to spend more time with your loved ones mm-hmm. and again it's about how you spin the situation and how you view look at it mm-hmm. in terms of Yes, I'm constrained at home, but at the same time, when when's the next time I'm going to have that much time with my mm-hmm. partner or my friends mm-hmm. next to me? Mm-hmm. While also, granted, for your own sanity to take self-care actions where you have time for yourself. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Kathy, you know, we love you. We'll be there for you. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Thanks keep, for sending this yeah, question. Keep, yeah, keep sending us questions, praises, whatever you want to do, compliments, uh, anything of the sort. Um, and take care. <laughs> Stay safe. I think it's important to wash your hands. Uh, don't touch your face. Uh, you know. Even though sh- that's all we do. It's <laughs> not all we do. We've been, dude, I've been touching my face the whole time. You're touching your face right now. Yeah. It's one of the things that we do. Yeah. It's one of the things. It's so hard not to do it. It's very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and th- yeah, so just all of that, all of the above. All right, next next listener question mm-hmm. from our fake listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, this one comes from uh, someone named John. And John says, hey, hey, Rohan and Camille. Uh, no, no compliments this time, <laughs> but just wanted to ask. Um, I am uh, stuck in a job that I don't like. But uh, because of COVID-19, there aren't many jobs available in the Mm -hmm. job market. Um, And financially, I don't really want to leave this job and then have nothing for the next uncertain amount of months. Yeah. Uh, How do you recommend I go about this situation? Because my original plan was to leave this job and find another job in April. But now uh, it's not looking like that's possible. So, that's a very good question, and it's a difficult situation to be in. Um, First, I would take a deep breath and be grateful for what you have right now. And because I'm guessing with this job, you have financial security. And in the time where so many people are losing that security, Gratitude is always a important thing to have and feel, I would say. And then I would look at the situation in several ways. Um, first, if you were planning on living, leaving your job and getting another one in April, um, then my question to you is did you plan on leaving the job and 
did you account for the possibility of having time off and possibly not having an income? So do you have savings to be able to sustain you in that moment? Um, so I would say look at how much savings you have um, so that you know roughly how many months you can survive with your savings. Um, and then second, I would ask, is your job that unbearable for you to stay in? Because if it is, and if it's having a toll on your mental health and all of those things, then my personal view is that we, our lives are too short to be spending time at in places doing things that drain our energy. Um, so obviously if you can't afford it, then I would say still go for it. But at the same time, right now is definitely not the best time for you to find another job. I guess where I'm coming from is if you're looking to learn something new then this time could also be the best time because you'll be you'll have all the time in the world and not that many opportunities to spend money either but i think at this point i wouldn't leave a secure job that's keeping me right now and i would look at a situation at the situation especially if you're lucky enough that your employer is flexible and is giving you the opportunity to work from home, then you can look at your situation and say, okay, now I have a lot more flexibility in my work. It might not be the most enjoyable because I'm still doing work for this employer that I don't necessarily enjoy. However, I have a lot more time that where I could do things that I do enjoy. <clears throat> and so you can make that situation work as well while still having financial security. Well, I hope that was helpful, John. <laughs> um, probably not super helpful because you're not real. <laughs> and that this wasn't an actual problem that you had. How did you come up with all these questions? It's improv, dude. Okay. I had nothing written down. <laughs> oh, wow. Except for the headlines. Those were real. Okay. Um, but John and Kathy were just made up right now, and those questions were just made See, up right now. See, that just shows how much skill you have. Um... And those are the only fake listener questions we had, but do you have any other ones? Because, you know, they're all fake, so yeah. you can make them up literally um, on the spot. Actually, Martin from Saskatoon is asking us, what do you eat in these times? Because the grocery store is definitely not doing social distancing, and I'm afraid I will catch this virus just by being in front of cashier, which, who... Not necessarily have been putting gloves on the whole time. Um, so I feel like, especially in places like Toronto, how do you get out thinking that you're safe? Um, those are two different questions, Martin. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, you really started with one question about food. And, and you, that ended got with, you, really you ended with, how do you get out knowing that it's safe? And Martin from Saskatoon, I don't know what kind of education system they had in Saskatoon. Well, there's something very important about articulating your question in a concise and focused way. So, yeah. 
Martin, if you want to take a stab at <laughs> changing that to one question, I'm happy to help out. So I would say, and Martin, thank you so much <laughs> for taking the time to come to our Google form that's so well designed mm -hmm. um, and submit your questions. So yeah. we're very grateful, unlike Rohan has just shown. We're very grateful, <laughs> unlike Rohan has just shown. We're very grateful that you submit that you submitted this question, yeah. unlike what you, Rohan has just exhibited. <laughs> okay, so you're very grateful. But like, you are also, oh, okay. but so you're, you're not showing okay, it. That's it. what I'm saying. Okay, cool. How do I say it? Um... I don't know. <laughs> contrary to the actions contrary, that, yeah, yeah, contrary to what you what you just heard, we're actually very grateful. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but so I would say let's let's look at the food question. Okay. What do you eat in these times? Uh, so. To you. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Martin, I would say, um, the reality is we need to eat at some point. Like you can fast probably for some time, but at some point you need to eat. And the way I look at the eating thing, there's kind of two options, three options. Either stuff you already have in your house, mm -hmm. in which case you don't need to <laughs> even go outside. Mm -hmm. um, stuff from the grocery store slash any store which you end up making something out of. Yeah. Or takeout mm -hmm. and delivery. Um, now, obviously, you asked this question before we did this particular podcast. Yeah. You didn't hear our segment about the headlines and yeah. the delivery and the takeout. And reheating your And reheating your food. And reheating your food. And... So that's a no-brainer. I would say order food, reheat it. Uh, preferably Indian. Um, <laughs> support the economy. Support the local Indian People. restaurants. Uh, and just reheat it and you'll be good to go there. And then, <laughs> secondly, Martin, I think um, it makes sense that, okay, you're scared that the virus is on the food in the grocery stores. But if you cook it, it's going to go away. Is it? Yeah. Did the WHO said that? It's, it's like heat. But... How much confidence do we have that the virus actually can't stand heat? Um, high levels of heat like that, I would say I'm going to start that off by saying I'm not a doctor. <laughs> nor do I have any expertise on the subject. We also have not read about it. No. <laughs> so, Martin, I would first of all say if these are the types of questions that you have, this is not the podcast to come to. There's Google... There's a freaking Peter Atia Drive podcast where you can subscribe for $15 a month and ask your questions. Um, this is not the podcast to come to for medical advice. Uh, but I would say order some Indian food. I would leave it at that. What type of Indian food? I I would I would stick with the curries. Um, okay. Just because Why? they're super easy to reheat and store. So um, biryani wouldn't be easier to reheat and store. So what other Indian food exists then, Jesus. besides biryani and curries? Oh God! All right, please educate me. No, the problem is even I'm not fully educated on oh. it. Oh. What we're, and we've talked about this though. An Indian food that we eat is from this very small part mm -hmm. of India. Yeah. Um, India, for those who don't know, it's 1.3 billion people and yeah. like 29 states or something, something 27. Um, each one mm -hmm. has a very different cuisine. Mm -hmm. We just eat like the cuisine of like two states. And I'm just so happy with palak paneer. Uh, said every basic <laughs> white girl ever. <laughs> but um, okay, Martin. You know what? 
Good stuff. Keep it up. Cool. Keep posting <clears throat> in. So we have another question from Sophie. Oh. Sophie from British Columbia. Okay. She's like, Rohan, I know how into movement you are. Yeah. And how ripped and... <laughs> no, please. <laughs> please continue. Sophie, so please. <laughs> please. Don't stop there. Let's hear the end of that sentence. An aesthetic you are. How yeah. do you maintain an exercise routine during this quarantine? Well, Sophie, first of all, <laughs> thanks for noticing. Most people gloss over those details. Um, but I'm glad you have that uh, attention to detail. Slash, you googled the wrong Rohan. Um, is there another Rohan? <laughs> that is the most fucking white question i've ever heard is there another rohan? besides i'm pretty the, sure it's the most the, common name in the India. land of rohan okay <laughs> Jesus. um sophie to be completely honest i've been slacking a bit on that and that's something i need to get better at is figuring out a exercise routine but i would say there's a lot you can do with your just your body that's what I would say. A lot of uh, movement routines are just using the body. Body weight? Body weight. Uh, like yoga as one example, mm -hmm. but even many others. Um, so I would say uh, don't be shy to consult the internet for this. Um, just post workouts to do during COVID-19. Mm -hmm. And I promise you. Have you seen any? There will not be a shortage of answers. No, I haven't because I haven't been <laughs> focusing on this in my own life. Um... Thanks for thanks for your question, Soph. Can I call you Soph? <laughs> that's uh, that's a rhetorical question because you can't really reply. It's a podcast. Um, the next segment I had, because yeah. we're done with these fake listener questions, um, is a uh, is kind of something I heard, which which I thought was pretty fascinating. Mm -hmm. uh, so, in somewhere I listened that there was a person who went for. Vipassana 10-day retreat yeah. at the exact time, you know how quickly COVID has been developing? <gasps> at when... the exact time where it was nothing and oh, then came back 12 no days later way. and it was full lockdown. Oh, oh, wow. And I just thought that was fascinating. That's insane. To, to, just, to just finish your 10-day retreat, you haven't been, you haven't seen the news, no one's talked to you. Well, I'm guessing at the end of the retreat, the organizers must have been prefaced the exit of all the um, meditators all the students yo this is what's happening in the world right now Maybe. just fyi i'm sure yeah i really hope the organizers did that where was it what's in i don't know but that yeah that must have happened yeah all around the world yeah exactly wow and to come back and be like oh it's work from home and uh and lockdown, lockdown yeah. and i guess the point of the practice is just to make you observe whatever is happening in the world so maybe they're more able to deal with that situation um in a more mindful can you hand me my blankets it's kind of hard to kneel on the hardwood floor thank you thank you um, um, yeah, yeah, that's pr probably, yeah, the practice probably helps. Mm -hmm. I saw it was funny. It's, it's, you know, yeah. 
and it's a funny situation. I think it was a famous person actually, who this happened to. So we can look it up. No, <laughs> no, we're not gonna do that okay. on this podcast. Um, last segment mm-hmm. for this for this particular show is optimistic takeaways from quarantine. I think you ah. you kind of delved uh, uh, dove into it a little bit in one of your question listener answers. Mm, is it what Ryan Holiday is gonna say? Uh, yeah. I mean, just I, what's your question? Is are you talking about what Ra- Ryan Holiday was saying? Kind of. Okay. No, but just our our take on. Oh, opti- our take. Yeah. Ta- oh yeah. Our take on. Hey, it's a quarantine. Mm-hmm. Okay, this whole situation globally. No one would have said this is the ideal way for the world to yeah. pan out. But what are some optimistic takeaways that we can take, not on a personal level as much, on a societal level? On a societal level. Yeah. Int- okay. Yeah. Well, I will. I will start from my own experience. Okay. So you're completely, <laughs> completely <laughs> and doing then... <laughs> the 180 opposite of what I just said. Not on a personal level. <laughs> Let me start from my own fucking experience the reason why because if it's not rooted in your experience how can you make claims for a society well this is what we do on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) okay let's start with your own experience as long as it has exactly the reason i'm starting from my own personal experience because i don't think i had realized the importance of it until now that i just experienced it and i can extrapolate that to how important it is for society in general cool so one thing I've been really enjoying in this quarantine is how much closer I feel to everyone living in my house and how we have found that atmosphere and balance where we enjoy each other's company and give each other space. I mean, probably for people listening they might hear the piano going on right now where Flo is playing and so we I really I'm very grateful that we found ways the three of us you Flo and me to give give each other space and do what we need to do and then also we just have fun with each other and so finding ways to being creative and reinvent the way we ha- hang out or um, have dinners more often, make things together, have things to bond on with other people, basically. So, the way I would extrapolate it to society in general is a positive takeaway from this quarantine situation is that you can learn more about the people who actually live with you and you get to learn about them on a different level than when the rest of life is happening and I kind of like how things have slowed down to be honest because it's making me look at the moment in a more present and profound way and I like having my partner and my best friend around while I do that. Um, I would just call out that uh, you, the last sentence mm-hmm. literally was a definition of personal perspective. <laughs> but that aside, that answer was fine. 
Um, <laughs> I would say, on a societal level, <laughs> uh, given what the question was, I think this is going to be an interesting work-from-home experiment globally. Mm-hmm. And I am hopeful that maybe it'll be a kickstart for companies that are more rigid in yeah. their uh, policy around whether you have to come to the office or the fact that you have to come to the office even though you have three kids and your uh, spouse works and babysitters are fucking expensive mm-hmm. to be like, hey, what if we just give these people the flexibility to work from home and not hire the babysitter or the nanny and maybe we can come to an agreement on compensation that still is beneficial to us and to them. But at the same time, that's assuming that um, while you're working, your kids, your kids ne- ne- can be next to you and don't need your attention. I think this is going to be the experiment that yeah. allows companies to see whether the people are still able to be equally as productive. Okay. Because right now the kids don't have anywhere to go either. So this is going to be... Yeah. I'm very curious to see how parents manage that situation to mm-hmm. entertain their kids. Mm-hmm while doing their work inside the house wow mm-hmm. um, and you know like people from my company they're doing it and they seem to be happier about it than paying for the nanny mm-hmm. and the babysitter and the daycare so they're happy about the situation and I've heard a lot of other working parents are too um, and if it gets rid of the commute, and a lot of people are commuting like an hour or more yeah. these days, it's like maybe it just adds up to the point where mm-hmm. it actually is more efficient to work yeah. from home yeah. for a lot of people. Um, and the company can reduce on the amount of office space that they need and a lot of economic... But you would still go into the office to have that social interaction with other people? I think... During, sometimes... Sometimes during the week? I think it would be more on a person-to-person basis. I think it should be more left to the employee to see what they find most fulfilling and productive. Mm. And I'm presuming some people will be like, I need to be in the office. Mm -hmm. But some people will be like, my life would be so much better if I was able to work from home. And I think as long as companies have evidence to see that both are equally productive. Then that means you need to track the productivity of you need to have a control group or time A where you're tracking the productivity of your employee when they're going to the office and then time line B. Well, this would be this right now. Right now? Yeah, this would be the the B because, I mean, not like a minute by minute productivity tracking, but just like but is overall, the person, are, are people just yeah. getting their work done? Are we yeah. accomplishing our goals while everyone's working from home? That's something I'm optimistic about. I think hopefully it'll result in a lot more flexibility for people in the future on a societal level, mm-hmm. I might call out. Also, <laughs> gas emissions are a lot less. Yeah. Um, because less commuting as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did I have any, I think... I, I think... That's my last glimmer of optimism here. It's the only one I had. Yeah, I think for the environment in general, this time is mm-hmm. is great because it there's less. I mean, less consumption, which is also problematic for our economy. Mm-hmm. 
which then maybe leads us to, and I don't know enough about the subject again, but um, which might lead economists and governments to look into alternative economic models where these things are bound to happen more often in general in the 21st century, um, especially with, it doesn't have to be a, a global pandemic, but if it's a natural disaster or unrest in general, having ways to manage that and still be economically, economically viable as a state. Maybe that will prompt people to look into those alternative methods. Yep, yep. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Damn, 40 minutes of this. Oh, God. <laughs> um, we apologize. I, I quite enjoy the experience actually doing that with you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, that makes one of us. <laughs> Um, no, it was good. I especially liked uh, Sophie <laughs> and, her, and her take on my physique. <laughs> on your yeah. And rippedness. <laughs> I think the word rip was said in the same sentence with my name without having a not. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. Same sentence, but without having a not, because you can also say same sentence and Sarah is not ripped. But that's why I preface saying not having the not. Okay. So. All right. Thanks for this. <laughs>